Michelle, can you hear me all, uh, all good? G'day. G'day, mate. G'day, mate. How are you? I'm good, mate. How are you? I can't see you, by the way. No, I'm trying to fix it. Hang on a minute. Um, ooh, how do I do that? Add profile picture, no start video. Start video, yep. Hey. Hello. Hi. Led Zeppelin, baby. Yes. You know, I'm so rock and roll from the neck to the waist, and then I'm drinking a cup of tea. <laughs> I wish I could say it was Jack. Jack and Coke. So <laughs> how have you been? Yeah, man, it's been a crazy couple of weeks, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But in a um, I'm just trying to stay on top of things, but, you know, that's challenging for me because... I'm all over the place. Uh, yeah, good. How about you? Very well, very well. So what do you mean crazy? Just life getting a hold of you? It's busy. So obviously with the launch of the game, it's been it's been hectic. Um, and I've been doing uh, interviews for a film festival too. So I've been interviewing people. Oh, so, so you, now you're on yeah, the other end of it. I've been on the other end. So I was like, oh, I'm a bit nervous actually because when I... <laughs> I'm like super organized. I know what I'm going to ask and blah, 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 blah. But when you're on the other end, it's like, it's a crap show, right? What sort of interview, what, what sort of interviews are you doing? Is it, is it on the carpet? Well, normally it would be on the carpet. Yeah. So I've done, I've, I've, I've done the interviews for this film festival, first glance film festival for three years now. And usually they're done on the, on the carpet um, as the filmmakers coming into the event um, but with COVID, we've had to adapt and they've all been online this year. But do you know what? I actually prefer it. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I prefer it. Yeah. I prefer it because I can do it from home <laughs> and I'm real lazy uh, yeah. and low maintenance. So I can like sit in my sweats and do it, which is great. But also, <laughs> it gives you more space and time to have a real conversation. Like when you're at the mm. event. And you've got crowds of people waiting to get interviewed. It's a bit, there's less time to have, you know, a good old chin wag. You're a bit like, mm -mm, next. Yeah, when it's more just stock standard stuff and then move on to the next sort of thing. Yeah, but I felt like I had really good conversations with the filmmakers this year. So, yeah. Every cloud. What's down. that What's that festival again? It's called First Glance Film Festival. Um, they, have, they have one on the East Coast um, and then they have one in L.A. Uh, it's been going for years, I think, 20, 25 years or so. Um, it's great and, like, really inspiring. Some amazing films. And now that we're, like, a year and a bit into lockdown and I've literally watched everything, it was great to be like, oh, yeah, film festival's coming up. I've got to watch all these films before I do the interviews. So, That's cool. That's cool. There's uh, hundreds and thousands of people in here um, that are very happy to see you. Let me just – let's just say that. Yeah. Hi everyone! Can you see me? <laughs> they can see you all good. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you. So, how was twenty twenty for you? How how did that year? Because I know you do a lot of theatre and and other stuff. So, did that affect your life a lot? Oh, um, twenty twenty was challenging for so many different reasons. Um, obviously, we were already in production for this game for Resident Evil. Yeah. Um, so we had to finish the game during COVID. Um, so that threw up all kinds of challenges because, you know, nothing like this has happened in our lifetime before. So everyone's just trying to figure it out for themselves, right? So there was that. Um, and obviously the industry 
on a whole shut down. So, mm. you know, there's no, there's no auditions, there's no work, there's, there's no uh, creative outlet unless you're making your own stuff, mm. which a lot of people did, which is great. Um, so obviously that's challenging. And then for me, I had my own personal challenges, which I don't want to go into too much, but COVID uh, really fucked my immigration status because I'm here in the US. Oh, and, really? Uh, yeah, because of the traveling and not being able to travel, it just made things a little bit tricky for me. So I found myself in a position where uh, even if I'd wanted to or could have worked, there was a period of time where my hands were tied. So oh. personally, I, you know, it was a struggle for me, but yeah, that's all in the rear view mirror now. Yeah. And we're sort of coming out the other side, which is great. So you're based in LA still now? I am, yeah. Okay, cool. But yeah. you grew up in, in London or? Uh, yeah, for the most part. So I was actually born in Cyprus. Um, oh, my wow. dad was uh, in the army, and so he was stationed in Cyprus. Uh, I was born, we lived there for like two years. And then for the next sort of I don't know, six years, we moved around Northern Ireland, um, Germany, uh, lots of little towns in England. And then when I was eight, they packed me off to boarding school for a little bit of consistency. And pretty much from that moment on, I was I was in London. So, Yeah. And did you always know you wanted to be in acting or did you fall into it or what? Um, well, so I've always been a performer. Um, but I actually had a whole nother career before acting. So I trained as a ballerina. Really? Yeah. I did. Yeah, I did. Which actually I'm laughing, but it's come in really useful when, uh, when I've had to do things like mocap. Yeah. Because as a dancer, you have to really understand how your body moves and that doesn't always come naturally to actors. And so I'm really grateful to have that, Mm. you know, experience because it's, it's booked me some jobs, let me tell you. But yeah, so I trained at the Royal Ballet. Um, and when I graduated from school, I actually, I did musical theatre for 10 years, Dan. So uh, my first job was Cats, the musical. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, and Have then you seen I went, the movie? I haven't. I just, <laughs> I, you know what? I just heard that they butchered it and I couldn't bring myself yeah, to Yeah, they really it. did. It's, a, it's sad. But anyway, continue. I know. So I didn't, I didn't watch it, but no. I, uh, I was really lucky. I had an amazing career as a singer and a dancer. And then I got to the point where, I don't want to sound like a dick, but I was like, I was lucky. I mean, a lot of it's luck, but I was like, shit, you know, I've kind of done everything that I want to do. Um, so I can either keep doing this until my body gives up on me or I can, I can try something new. And there had been a point when I was training that, I thought about going to drama school, but I was offered this role in Cats and then I just went down that route, you know. When you're 18, someone's like, here, take a wad of cash for doing something you love. You're like, all right. (laughs) But I don't even much thought, but um, at that point I had considered acting, but Cats came and that was that. So at that point in my career, I was like, well, now seems like a good time to to try it. And so I went back to drama school um, I put myself back in school for two years on a classical acting course. Ooh. And that was that. Um, 
graduated and have been acting ever since. So it was a, it was a gamble, but it paid off. People sure. in here uh, can't believe that you're British. Your accent's <laughs> British. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. I love that. I love that. That's good. I'm going to take that as a compliment. Yeah, hundred percent. If if we if you don't know it's you in the game, that's that's always a compliment. So how yeah. did how did that how did that all come about? How did this uh, amazing role come about? Is this wasn't your first mocap, was it? You did Halo. No. Yeah. So yeah. I was I played Kelly in Halo, which was like my it was my first video game and my first motion capture, mm. and it was a big one. So it was like Ooh, a yeah. baptism fire. Um, and then since then, I have done other video games and other motion capture. And one of the games that I'd worked on was for an amazing casting director, um, Rosanna. And she she contacted me about Resident Evil. Um, when she called me, though, uh, we didn't know it was Resident Well, I didn't no. know it was Resident Evil yeah. because it's referred to by a code name mm-hmm. and you know, lots of secrecy around the project uh, for understandable reasons. So she was just like, you know what? Um, I'd love you to audition for this project. Originally, I read for the tall lady. Oh, um, there's an exclusive, everybody. <laughs> I'm going to give you another one. So, and, and then after that, obviously, I wasn't quite right for that. I read for the daughters. Wow. Um, I read for the daughters after that. There you go. And then when I went in to meet Steve, our director, uh, he on the spot uh, gave me Miranda to read. And I was a bit like, huh, because it was one of those. No preparation. (laughs) Exactly. And I was like, I just had to say to him, look, this is amazing, but could you just give me a minute? So I like (laughs) up off to a corner because also there was an accent as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think I'd done, I think I'd read for Lady D and the daughters with my own accent. Okay. And I just wasn't prepped to come in and, and, and read from Miranda with an American accent or a transatlantic accent. So I was like, I'm going to need a minute. <laughs> <laughs> fine, fine, fine. Um, oh, that's, pre- that's high pressure, especially for a, you know, big game like this. It is, but you know what? They're so great. They were so understanding and yeah. they, they didn't rush me. I took my time and it was a very collaborative, creative audition process. So it was kind of fun. I didn't feel like I was being judged on a on my performance. It was very much like so try this and and try that and you know that's cool. Play. So it was amazing. It and was so great. what came out in that audition was that similar to what we got in the end or what? It's so long ago now. I don't <laughs> even say no, probably not because I think she. I think Miranda evolved over the over the the two years that it took to make the game, from you know, so from the audition to to what you see in the game, it was an evolution for sure. So, I mean, I'm sure there was a flavor of that in the beginning, but I mean, I definitely didn't really know what I was doing in the audition. So, you know, yeah, so I think as you go along and you and you learn more about the character and the world that you're inhabiting that informs your performance. But at the time when they throw you a couple pages and like, read this, you know, it's like you're just stabbing in the dark a little bit. Interesting that you went for both those those roles. It's crazy yeah. how it works out. Are you still get nervous doing auditions now after years I in do, the business? I do, you, you know. Do? I do. Yeah. But do you know what the beauty 
I don't want to say the beauty of COVID, but the one plus side in terms of our business is that uh, I see it as a plus side. I mean, many would disagree with me, but auditions now are not in person. Mm. They're all mostly, for the most part, uh, as a self-tape. Um, and honestly, I feel like I'm much better in that sort of situation than when I'm in the room. I get much more nervous when I'm in the room. Yeah, it's funny so, you say that because I've had people go the other way. They prefer the room. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I think you can, the good thing about being in the room is that you can strike up a relationship and a rapport with the people that you're working with. Mm. Whereas with a tape, they're literally judging you on, you know, what you're bringing to the table as an actor. So there's definitely uh, a plus a plus side, plus point for for being in the room, but I just get, I do get very nervous. So yeah. I kind of like that I can do it in my bedroom and do a couple takes and choose which one I want to send. Um, which you don't get the luxury of when you're... No, you know. not at all. Sprint Bell has says, was there ever a Romanian accent on the cards or was it always transatlantic? For Miranda? Yeah, or anyone that you remember. I think... There was an, mm. an Italian accent, not for Miranda, but I think maybe for the tall lady, I may have done an, accent, an Eastern European accent for that. I honestly can't remember, but now that you've mentioned it, I think very early on, I may have, my first audition, I may have done an Eastern European accent. Obviously badly because I didn't get the job. <laughs> uh, Dynamite here says, what was it like working with Todd and what was your, what was your favourite scene with him? Um, Todd's amazing. So actually I'd worked with Todd before, um, really? wow. on, on another video game. So I didn't know because I didn't know what I was signing up for. I, I didn't know who was going to be in it. And I remember, uh, for the table read, which is when it's basically when all the actors get together for the first time and you read through the script. I was like looking for parking. I was like, fucking LA, can't find parking. Um, who do I see? Beep, beep. It's like Todd across the road, also trying to find parking. And it was a great moment of, way, way, you're doing <laughs> So that was great. Um, and you know what? Honestly, apart from maybe one day, I think all my motion capture days were with Todd. So it was, uh, it was great. Yeah. It was, he was my buddy. He was my motion capture buddy. Uh, in terms of my, he's great. Can I just say he's just so great. He's so good at what he does. He's so consistent. Can you and can you convince nice him guy. to come on the show? He's still iffy. Uh, probably. Leave it with me. All right. Uh, he's the best. He's such a good guy. And he's so good at what he does. Yeah, he's he very consistent. And when you're working together as actors. He, you know, he's going to give you something good. So he's pushing you to raise the bar every single time. And you know, he's going to be consistently good, right? Mm -hmm. So that for me is such a gift. We just played that scene earlier where you're, it's you and him one on one towards the end of the game. Do you remember shooting that scene in particular? Is it? Um, I don't see. I'm not sure. Where you're, you're switching? It is. It is a little bit spoilery for anyone that hasn't finished it. But it's it's. Um, it's uh, where he's, you do something to him. Let's just say that. Do <laughs> so I reach for a body part? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's, I've forgotten the question already. That well, actually sounds a bit uh, weird when you say it like that. I, no. <laughs> you guys penis, you know. <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah, what was that like shooting that that scene in particular? Because you got to get to this place creatively, don't you? Yes, but also we were doing it in COVID, so it's like six feet apart. Ah, oh, okay. So it was like it was already challenging, but then it came with a whole new set of challenges on top of that. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but for sure, it's quite it's quite a tire. It was quite a tiring scene to mm. shoot because it's the climax and she's obviously for those of you that have played it she's on another level by that point so like vocally it's it's tough um physically it's tough because when we shoot it as well we're unlike tv and film they we prefer to do a entire take use an entire take or take in its entirety so you're not picking like cherry picking the best bits from different takes you're going at it as one Mm-hmm. takes every every single time which is pretty cool isn't it yeah it's awesome mm. but you know you have to be you have to be performing at a certain level consistently you know it's, it's so tougher it's, yeah it's tough and obviously vocally there's a lot of screaming and like <laughs> high high intensity so it was great i mean you get lost in the moment slightly but then also you don't because it's so specific when you're acting for motion capture because ev- everything, like your hand has to be in a certain place, this far away from his body. Do you know what I mean? It's just, so you're trying you're trying to uh, embody this moment, but also your like actor brain is like, make sure you stand there, make sure you wait until, do you know what I mean? It's just like, it's just extra. A lot motion of moving cap- parts. There's a lot more so than with regular TV and film, for sure. So when you're reaching in to grab that body part, you you can't go all the way. You got to sort of pull back, don't you? Yes. Yeah, so fun fact: we have a third person come in and and like because the body part is also has its own little dots on it. No way! It's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, it's a oh my motion, god! What is it? Motion, it's a little motion capture body part. Wow. Okay. So it's made, I don't know what it's made of. It's just like. How funny. A, a ball of something. I thought they'd add that in later, but there you go. Oh, that's what I mean. It's so specific. Yeah. So then you've got a third person coming in and then, you know, dangling it for me to then grab onto. Yeah. It's very, cal- everything's very calculated and, and precise. Yeah. So. Bushy yeah. says, Dan, interviewing all these top voice actors, are you going into voice acting, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> not, not quite, not quite. Uh, intro da says, ask if she's a woman of culture. Oh. Yes, she's a woman of culture. Um, Summoner Dagger says, Mother Miranda is my favourite antagonist from the game. Michelle did an amazing job. Can Thanks. she say, I've never seen a man live without his heart? Please. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, now I'm really self-conscious. <laughs> it's all right. We can, um, we can leave that to you- the end if you want. But if you DM me, who who said that comment? Uh, Summoner Dagger, the name is. Um, okay, if you DM me, I can definitely sort something out with you privately. There you go. How good's that? Um, so, what about the other the other cast members? You got Maggie, um, Neil. You know all these incredible actors. How was that scene? You know where you're all gathered. We saw some behind the scenes of it. I posted it. It's now at four million views. I've seen wow. that video. 
which is which is great for for you guys to get that exposure and people to understand what it's like. But what was that scene like to record that, do that? Honestly, for me, it was uh, I, it was really intimidating because that for me, that was my first day mm-hmm. on set. Uh, I'm not sure if the other guys had worked before that but it was definitely my first day and it was the only day that I worked in a group um all the other days were just Todd and I one-on-one so and these guys are amazing at what they do I mean amazing and so I was like well fuck I really (laughs) want to deliver it was do you know what I mean and and Miranda is the she's the queen of everyone so you know, I have to top the big tall lady and I have to top this guy with his hammer and they're all bringing it and they're huge characters um, and really accomplished actors. Honestly, I just found the whole thing quite intimidating. That's the word I would use. It was... I, I it was, can imagine that for sure because every everyone is a larger-than-life character and you've got to be the lord of all these you've got to be villains. Yes, you're the the... Mother villain of all villains. Yeah. But so you, you held your own, I've got to say. That's one of the best scenes in the game. Thank you. Um, and also I kind of, looking back on it now in hindsight, I wish that we could go back and do that scene again because it was the first scene that I had done. And so over the over time, I think the character really came, came out. Into- own Mm. and I wish I could go back and have another go at that first scene because I think it's such an important scene and I was worried that I hadn't quite captured the moment because it was shot so early on before I'd really found found who she was so to me hearing you say it sounds like you you're not fully sold on that am I right on On your on your performance in that scene uh, I I would if I could go back and do it again. I would. But are you, are you happy with how it turned out? I haven't played the game. Oh, haven't you? <laughs> have you no, seen I'm, your footage? Have you seen the Have you seen the cutscene? Uh, some of it, but not all of it. <laughs> oh, really? Wow. I know, so I'm waiting for my friend Michael. Michael, if you're watching this, hurry up because uh, he always buys the games that I'm in and he plays them. So I'm hoping that he. He he said he was going to buy this one and play it, so I'm hoping I can piggyback on his on his, you know, outing. Is that what happened with Halo? Did he play it for you or what? He played it, but I honestly I still haven't seen Halo. Oh my goodness, Michelle, what are you I, doing? <laughs> I know I'm terrible, aren't I? No, I'm you're not. Terrible. You're not. But I'm I'm shocked that you haven't seen all your scenes on YouTube yet. Because a lot of actors no. go straight to YouTube and watch my videos on like, all their scenes. Like I'm a little like that. Um, I will at some point for sure. Is it yeah. is it a nerves thing or is it a just haven't had time or what is it? Uh, a little, probably a little bit of both. I've been, as I said at the beginning, I've been super busy, so um, haven't had the the luxury of that extra time to yep. to watch myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, it's a little bit of like oh. I hope I did a good job. I hope I like. I hope I like what I did. Yeah. I don't know. I think every actor is like that. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And then you sort of think back to the process and you go, oh, 
this is how you remember how you were feeling on the day. You remember certain challenges and then you sort of hope that it turned out well. But you don't know. You don't always know. Do you know what I mean? Trust me. It turned out well. Trust me. Okay, great. But watching back is like a little bit like, oh, let's see if it did or not. I especially like the the final boss fight or you could call it like the the real ending where you've got to put in – You've really got to go over the top with your voice and there's a lot of efforts in there. And and do you know what's funny about that? Yeah. I'm not funny, but so if it's the bit that I'm thinking of, so that... The transformation was, and all that. that yeah, so that yeah. wasn't done on the mocap stage. That was, done ah. in a, that was done in a little recording studio, sound booth, where I'm like wearing my normal clothes and I've got a, some headphones on and there's a you know, a mic and I'm seeing the visual in front of me. And so I'm seeing her movement and then you've got like the window and then people, everyone watching you from the window. So that moment was not done in the context of the scene. That moment was shot with me with my cup of fucking throat coat going flailing in a sound booth in my Led Zeppelin t-shirt. It's quite bizarre. Well, that makes it even more impressive because you really go at it. In that scene, in that, you really gave it your all. Well, I, do you know what? I had an ama- They were so, the team's amazing. I just can't speak highly enough of the whole team. Um, every single person on the team um, made this game what it is. Um, but, you know, it, it was tough with Miranda because, and anyone who's done any sort of extreme voice acting can relate to this. It's so, it's so, it asks a lot of you. And sometimes you don't have that many takes in you. Do you know what I mean? So they were very accommodating about scheduling and they were very mindful of like putting those big scenes at the end of the day um, and being really clear about what they wanted before we recorded anything because to avoid me having to do things like a hundred times. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it was good. But do you know what was really useful was seeing, was seeing the visual. Because you don't always get that. So what were you seeing? Were you actually seeing the gameplay? Do you remember? No. So I would see. So in that moment, I would see uh, a very basic version of her, you know, doing the movements. Okay. Or whatever she's doing, and then I would voice what I see to. So you're matching the voice to the movement, but you don't always get that. So no. it's it was kind of it's it's a luxury for a voice actor to have that much uh, support yeah. and. Have you done a lot of voice work in the booth? I have, uh, I have done quite a lot, yes. Yeah, because yeah, I was going to say, a lot of the time you don't even know what the character looks like in voice. I know, yeah. I know. So that, and, that is good. And also you don't, you're often only recording, I'm not just specifically talking about Resident Evil, but you're often not recording a scene with the other people in the scene. You're just recording your side of the scene. So it's not like me having a conversation with Dan. It's like us having this conversation, but I'm talking to myself. Do you know what I mean? So were you so hearing Todd's, Todd's voice? No. Not at all. You just had to go off the script, yeah. 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 I see his lines, but I don't hear him saying them. I don't see him saying them. I just I see the script. So I wonder if he heard them on his end for that. No, I don't. I, don't, I would, You don't I think so? Not. Wow. Not in the booth. That's why it's such a – it's so beautiful to come to set and and – have those motion capture days because that's when you get to to play with the other actors and you get this, you get to speak the lines in the context of the scene. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
when you're in the booth, you don't you you don't often. I don't want to say you never, but you don't often get that. No, not at all. Um, so, Enter Plaz here says, "What was your favorite part of the scene?" With the lords all together in one room. I think we just mentioned that. Yeah. Um, um, what was my favourite part? Honestly, for me, on I suppose on the day, it was the first time that I got to meet these characters. So, mm. so for me, it was just discovering who these characters were and and seeing these amazing voice actors bring them to life. I was like, because I didn't have too much to say in that scene. It was she was. Doing a lot of holding. Very mysterious, and, yeah. Character. It's not mysterious at that point, but it it gave me a good chance to sort of sit back and just take stock of everything and see what I'm working with. Chaos here says, "Mother Miranda, you are an amazing actress. We love you. Your amazing performance, beautiful personality, great talent." Okay, what about <laughs> me, Chaos? I'm here too. <laughs> Thank you, Chaos. <laughs> I appreciate that so much. Uh, people are, if I read them all out, we'd be here all day. Uh, thank you, Jade, for becoming a member. Appreciate it. Danielle says, Mother Miranda, Mother Miranda, you were a pain in the ass on the hardest difficulty in the game, but the voice acting was amazing. Thank you, <laughs> and I'm sorry. <laughs> That's my job, right? She's supposed to be a pain in the ass. Yeah, I did that last night, and you really were a pain in the ass. Um, Bushy says, Stop stressing. You did an amazing job. Trust me. Oh, thank you. Thanks so much. Um, so talk to me about Halo quickly. That was your yeah. first ever mocap on Halo. Yeah. It was we my first video game, uh, my first time voicing a video game, and my first time doing motion capture. So it was a. So the nerves were high, surely. The pressure, like it's a huge franchise, Halo. Yes, but what I will say was because it was my first time, mm. I was completely ignorant of the world. Yeah. Of the world, and so I didn't realize what a, how big a deal it was. Do you know what I mean? Which and would so have in a way, it served me. I mean, I kind of did when I was auditioning for it because when I went for the callback, I was like, it blew my mind. I hadn't experienced anything like that before in an audition situation, so I knew it was a big deal, but I didn't really know how big a deal it was. Um, I know when I got offered the job, my agent was like, what was Halo? And I was like, that's great. Um, it was but, a foreign, uh, world, foreign world to you. I mean, yeah. it was such a foreign world to me. I mean, now yeah. I, I I understand its place in the world, but at that time I didn't. But I thank God I didn't because I think I would have been way more nervous um, doing it than I already was, and I already was nervous. So, so I don't yeah. want to get you in trouble. Don't say anything. But are you excited for the next Halo? Of course. At the end of this year, yeah. I am. Uh, I'm starting to see a little bit of chat about it uh mm. line now so i am i'm i'm peeking i'm so peeking at it did you work with um bruce thomas because i've had him on the show he obviously did, does yes. master chief i did yeah you did nice I did, yeah well, uh, only a couple of days but uh i think there's a, a picture somewhere on my instagram feed of myself and bruce oh nice yeah he's got yeah, a silky smooth voice that guy i tell yeah. you what yeah, and again, another great team of, of actors for that project too. Oh, the cast in that game is incredible. 
Thinking back, Nathan yeah. Fillion was in it, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, who yeah. else? Oh, amazing actors in that. Yeah. I I know that a lot of people weren't expecting Kelly to have an English accent, though. No. And what was the reception for that? Uh, it was a mixed bag. I think yeah. people were yeah, it was a little bit mixed. I think people just weren't anticipating it, or they had assumed that she would be American. I mean, it kind of makes I you can buy that she isn't, yeah, American, yeah. sure, like with the storyline. But I I don't know. I think people hadn't really considered that she she wouldn't be. So when it you know when that all came to light, is you know you've got the people that are a little bit more open minded than others. Yeah, yeah. So was that your first time dealing with that sort of stuff? Um. To um. I mean, I don't know. You're always open to like judgment and mm. criticism when you put yourself out there as a performer. So, in terms of, I mean, this was a, more of a casting, and it was a opinion of of casting rather than my performance. I'd like to think no, it was, yeah, yeah. Um, you know. But no, I'm going to say it was not my first time dealing with that. But it was, yeah, no, it wasn't my first time. Yeah. So what about, those what about the fan reception for this game, all the incredible art that's coming out and how's it, how's it been? Have you seen much so far? Uh, I've seen some for sure. I mean, based on previous experiences, I'm always braced for, you know, the negative reviews and that's <laughs> fine, you know. That's, yeah. that's just part of what we do. I have to say everyone has been amazing um, so positive and supportive and welcoming. Uh, I literally don't have a bad word to say about the Resident Evil fans. They've just they've just really welcomed me into the family, and I've had nothing but love, straight up love. So that's I hope amazing. That that's amazing, and it obviously was the fastest selling in history, from what I saw. Three oh. million in four days, something crazy. Oh, isn't that crazy? I mean, uh, I'm really. You know, I'm really pleased for for everyone, the for for the fans, but also for the people that work so hard to deliver it under such challenging circumstances. You know, I'm really, I'm just really pleased for everyone, for the whole team. So, uh, enter here says, did you ever meet Jeanette? Uh, you know, that was that was a very sad thing that happened to Jeanette Moores. She obviously passed away um, earlier this year. Did you ever get to meet her? I did not. No, no. yeah, I did not. Because she wasn't in that, yeah, she was never in a scene with you, was she? Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, yeah. Lieutenant says, hey, Michelle, you did an incredible job, tremendous job. I have a quick question. If I could send you a poster, would you sign it? Much appreciated. <laughs> sure. Send it to my man. And I was like. Uh, and you've also got a cameo. If you want a cameo from Michelle, guys, oh, yeah, as do. Mother Miranda, right. I'll leave it in the description <laughs> and you can uh, – you can get one or any yes. of your other amazing yeah. characters that you've done. Uh, I mean, there's been lots of amazing characters. Yeah, They've so. all been amazing. They were all amazing in some way. <laughs> I was having a conversation with someone today. They were like, uh, do you have favourite characters? Yeah. And I'm like, you know, it's funny because all of them you, you give a little piece of yourself to. Do you know what I mean? And even the ones like Miranda, who are arguably not as lovable, uh, obviously lovable as some of the others, you just can't help but get attached to them. They're like your babies. 
Yeah, was, every time I've asked an actor that, they never give a favourite. They always, it's the same answer. The one thing I will say, I did do a TV show for that I was on for about five years, and, and just by playing a character for so long. Strike back. That's right. Uh, it's sort of, you do... She's a real. She's real special. She's one of. She's one of my favorites because how can you not after such a long time? I think that's the one time. If it's a, t- a long-standing TV series, you can't help but not. Especially yeah. that. How many episodes did you do for that? Forty plus, somewhere around that. Yeah, it was four and a half seasons. So yeah, it's a lot. And were you sad when you got spoilers? Everybody got killed off. You know. Yes and no. So, so no, because actually it was my decision to leave the show. So it was very um, orchestrated on, on, on my part. Um, so no, because it is what I wanted. But yes, because uh, after five years on a show, you get attached to the character you're playing, you get attached to the crew, to, to your castmates. And, you know, it really was a little family on that show. And so... Although I was happy to move on, uh, it was tough. Like I, it was tough. It was a, it was tough to say goodbye for sure. Did you cry on the final day? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, no. Had you know what was funny was because with that show, so I did. I was definitely sad, but then Sullivan ha- was uh, he? He couldn't complete filming. Um, because he had to go into hospital. And so I ended up having to go back again to complete the scenes that we hadn't completed. So it wasn't the end when I thought it was the end. Oh, so, no. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was all going up for the end. And then and then a few months later, they were like, can you come back? Come back for a reshoot, yeah. <laughs> I know. And I my, my last scene was so anticlimactic. Oh, that's, yeah. Was um, I wasn't even on the main set. It was like, yeah, it, it was some pickup where I was supposed to be sitting in a speedboat, but it wasn't actually a speedboat. It was like the side of the road in Thailand somewhere. And like the crew are like pushing my chair to make it look like I'm bobbing on the water. And I don't have any lines. I'm like flipping through an iPad. And it was just like... But that's not that's the real end. That's not the real end, though. No, you... it was like, no. oh, shit. It was a bit yeah. of an anticlimax, actually. But it was, still, it was tough to say goodbye still. That would have sure. been a big, big family... You would have had, you know, you would still keep in touch with a lot of those people, I'm sure, yeah? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. i I got to watch it. I, I haven't watched it, I'm ashamed to say. It's sitting on 8.2 on IMDb, which is really high for a TV show, that that longstanding. Yeah. So. I mean, it's fun. Um, it's like going to maybe, I don't, I'm probably getting into trouble for saying this, but it's not the Thinking Man show. But, you know, it's yeah. you're in a big budget action you are not going to be disappointed it's so brilliantly done um so it's great to just like stick on at the end of the day after a hard day's work and just enjoy and you work with michelle yeo in that she's obviously in crazy rich she's blown up recently i know i know and she uh, she's part of the star trek franchise star trek and last christmas and and obviously she's a bond girl so crazy is it yeah yeah. Amazing. Uh, guys, if you've got any questions, leave them for uh, our lovely guest, Michelle, here. We've got one here. Michelle, you did a great job. Thank you so much. That's from Skeptical Gamer. Thank uh, you. Drive by a commentator. He says, great job, Michelle. 
question, the Megamycete and all its permutations versus the Halo's Flood, who wins? Oh, I'm going to say Megamycete. (laughs) I'm going to say Megamycete. I think so. I think so. That's a very creative question. I like that. Yeah, that's great. Uh, Your boss fight was awesome. I took you out with the Wolfsbane Revolver. How do you like them apples? That's from Sir JC. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good for you. I love them apples. People are just bragging that they've beaten you. Uh, that's yeah. a weird one. Did that's you get any? Um, did you get anything that you could take home from this? Like any um, goodies that they gave you, or do you just have the memories? Just the memories. Oh, but enough. Really? Nothing. Not a T-shirt. Nothing. I mean, not yet. I might receive something in the mail as a surprise. But then I didn't. I don't think I. I don't think I have for any video game I've done. To be fair. Really? So you you're just you just weren't you didn't weren't brought up as a gamer at all. You just weren't. Um... I well, I don't want to say I've never been a gamer. When I was real young, I was into. I mean, it's going to give away my age a little, but I was into those old arcade games big time. Ooh, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really into yeah, those big yeah. arcade games, and then. With, and when we were playing games on computers that were like fucking enormous, and like, <laughs> yeah, there were some great games back. I can't even think of the name of them, but I was definitely into computer games as a child. But I don't know. I just it was just never something that I took into my adult life, not for any particular reason. Um, so I mean, I'm kind of like you guys are like have you played have you played honestly i wouldn't even know where how or where to start but i'm like <laughs> open to it for sure because yeah. hearing everyone's experience and, and and how immersive the world is i'm kind of like i want to give it a go but i i need a supervisor i need someone to hold my hand and show me how to do it yeah you know you know about twitch streaming and that sort of thing i mean i've heard of twitch but you wouldn't know what to how to do it. <laughs> you guys are like, what? This woman works in video game? Uh, um, question here. Who's your favorite of the Lords? Demetrius, Heisenberg, um, Moreau, or <gasps> Angie and Donna? You're asking a mother to choose her favorite child. <laughs> I can't answer that. I oh, can't answer that. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, they're all great. They're all delicious. They're all fun. Uh, it would be difficult to choose genuinely. Neil, Neil said um, Lady D was his favourite. Uh, yeah. I see that. They've got, they've got a, a little thing going on there, Bond. Have you have you seen the blow-up of her character? and the uh, <laughs> Literally. <laughs> like, have you seen the amount of videos? and? Uh, I have. People everything? are obsessed. Yeah. <laughs> she's like she's so iconic now isn't it crazy uh, it's crazy did anyone I mean, on set expect that no i mean i mean like i say i mean it was only me and todd really chatting about things but yeah no from what i i don't think so but i'm not surprised i mean she is iconic yeah, yeah. she's like it's the perfect fodder for that kind of yeah. you know cult following yeah um, yeah. Chaos here says, is Ethan dead? <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. Oh, okay. I, mean, I don't know how to answer that. Okay. I can't answer that. Okay. Don't, don't get in trouble. Don't ask. If you can't answer <laughs> it, don't ask it. Uh, Zachary, what is Mother Miranda's favourite food? 
<laughs> humans. <probably laughs> I think he meant you, Michelle, but. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I hope it's not humans. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, my favorite food. Do you know I'm such a foodie? I love all kinds of food. Again, it'd be really difficult for me to choose something. Yeah. Uh, I uh, I love a moussaka though. You know Ooh, moussaka? No, I don't. What it's is it? Greek. It's like lamb with eggplant, uh, and then this creamy cheese sauce. It's delicious. You should try it. Not wrapped in anything. Just open. No, it's like a Greek lasagna. Oh, okay. I know, but it's made of minced lamb instead of beef. And then instead of pasta, there is um, eggplant. Very I'm telling you guys, go try it. It's delicious. It's not my favorite, but do I have a sweet tooth? So I'd probably, if I had to choose something, I'd choose dessert. Oh, yeah. Ice cream or I like waffles. They're my favorite at the moment anyway. Anything with a shit ton of sugar in it. <laughs> Um, favorite scene you acted in? Probably that last scene. Yeah. I was going to say it'd have yeah. to be. Like the climax, yeah. Uh, Dynamite here says, were you given a lot of backstory for the role? No. Really? Yes. So you were sort of left to fill in the blanks yourself? I wouldn't say that because that sounds like I wasn't supported in the process. Um, I just, uh, I mean, backstory. I mean, you were given, you were given enough information to understand where she comes from and Mm. the world that she inhabits. And there is freedom within that to co-create with the other creatives. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it's prescriptive. And there's also a lot that you don't see as an actor coming in and out, you know? There, there, there isn't always the luxury of time to be like, so, what do you, I don't know, do you know, do you know what I mean? Like, what, where, where are we in the game and what happens here? And you don't always have the luxury of that. So you have to make big, bold acting decisions based on the information that you have. So what's the voice direction in that last scene? Do they say, we need you to go big here, bold? What What do they, how do they direct you? Know, you? you know, generally for Miranda, it was big and big, big and bold. Oh. And, you know, there were, I remember definitely having uh, some conversations because my worry was that she would be very, appear very one note. Do you know what I mean? And uh, they were very accommodating and we were able to find places where we could do something different. You know, do you know what I mean? To just give her a little bit more depth and and more layers. But um, it was very, you know, go big or go home, (laughs) generally. So Um, did they tell you that uh, Miranda was the hag all along or is that something that they don't, you wouldn't even know? No. Yeah. See, that's what I mean when you said about backstory and stuff. Mm. Those, those, those sort, of, sort of things. Sort of, those are the sort of things that you don't always get told. Yeah. Unless it's relevant to your performance, then sometimes uh, something like that may may not even come into play. So, did you have the Japanese consultants from Capcom in the booth with you? Was that tough going with the translation? Okay, so. This was, remember, it was COVID, so they couldn't travel to the US. Uh, So normally, 
they would be there with you. And these poor people had to work through the night because of the time difference from Japan while we were recording in in LA on oh, on New Frontier. Yeah. So those poor buggers were like <laughs> literally up through the night. Um, and we had we had we have we had uh, a brilliant translator. It, that 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 was not an issue at all. The translation was not an issue at all. We were really well covered. Um, it was very smooth. Um, there was an open dialogue. Um, mm-hmm. But the most challenging thing was was having to do everything um, over a long distance through technology rather than have them in the next room. So that was challenging. We've got a bunch more questions. Are you all right to keep going, Michelle? I forgot to ask you earlier. Are we all good to keep going? Yeah. Beautiful. Um, Mad P says, can you ask Michelle, how does someone become a voice actor? I'd love to get into the field. Hmm. Uh, How? I mean, I think... It's different for every person. And I also think it's different, um, a different story depending on which part of the world you're in because every place seems to operate differently. Um, For me, um, so obviously I started as a theatre actor and then I transitioned to uh, TV and film and commercials. And I had done some voiceover in England but I'd only really dabbled. Um, What I will say though, is that often voice voice acting can be considered the sort of poor relation to live action acting or theater acting. Do you know what I mean? Like motion capture or just other? It's sort of like, I don't know. This is the impression that I get. It's like, if you're a voice actor, you're just slightly not on the same level as a TV or film actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yep. What I'm saying is that I completely disagree with that because voice acting is such a specific skill. It's very different to um, to 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 acting for TV, uh, film, and theatre. It's very very different. Um, it's also very competitive. So often, a lot of people are interested in doing it, but it's a whole. It's a it's a journey. So for me, it was a journey. So I was lucky that I had acting experience. Um, and I was lucky that somebody gave me an opportunity to be seen and heard. And I honestly, I, it's not the answer you're probably looking for, but I was in the right place at the right, right time. I'd had an acting experience. Someone heard my voice and was like, uh, we'll give her a go. You created your own luck with hard work. <sighs> I don't even want to take that much responsibility for it. I mean, I definitely no. put myself out there when I was in England um, I, I had my, I create, I spent the money and the time to put together a voice demo reel. Mm-hmm. Now, what I will say is that in America, I don't know where whoever is asking this question is. Yep. Sorry, I forgot the name. Sorry. Um, right. But I know that certainly in America, in my experience, people are not really using reels that often, whereas in England, they're much more used. So why not in America? I, I don't know. I just think I don't know the answer to that, but really? I never really needed a voice reel working as a voice actor in America, whereas in England, I really needed to have one. No reel, no work. So, wow, there's a big difference for you. Yeah. Um, so, I, so, yeah, so I put the time and effort into getting a reel made. Um, 
I mean, what would I say? What would I say to someone wanting to get into it? I think, I think it's worth taking the time to do a course. There are plenty of voice acting courses out there. You can do a course for commercials. You can do a course for animation, for video games. Um, there are definitely courses. And because it is such a specific skill, I would say that anyone that's considering it would maybe, you know, take a look at doing a course just so you get a better idea of what's required and whether it is something you really want to get into. Mm. That would be my first step. Um, play around with doing a voice reel. If you don't want to spend thousands on on getting a professional one down, get get your vo- uh, iPhone and put stuff down. You know, take copy from a, a commercial that you do. Play around with it. Pick a character. Make a funny voice for it. Do you know what I mean? Just give yourself a chance to play. And then, I don't know, after that, a lot of it's luck. Um, right off to agents, send your demo, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I don't know. I mean, I'm not an expert and I'm the first to say I'm lucky. So I hope that there's something in there that you find useful. I, I respect I, that you, you acknowledge that there is a lot of luck involved because I think, there that, is. yeah, there, there is. There, you know, there's obviously a lot of hard hard work too. Yeah. But, you know, it's prepar- hard work, preparation meets opportunity. Love it. Uh, Anna here, uh, sorry, Professor Art, he says, my favorite line was delicious. I don't remember that one. Delicious. When was that said? Mm. Uh, Alan B., how did you prepare for the performance in Resi? Uh, Honestly, when it came to the vocal vocal performance, a lot of throat coat. Do you know what throat coat is? Uh, Helping your voice, soothing your voice. It's the fucking magic tea that they have in all voiceover studios. I thought that, like, I thought it was lemon and honey. That was the magic. No, I mean that's so like 1985. <laughs> Sorry, it's all, about, it's all about the throat coat, babe. Um, okay. No, I mean in all seriousness, I there wasn't really a. I didn't really prepare in terms of getting into character. Um, before a session, um, practically, honestly, vocal rest and um, throat coat. I'm not even joking. Uh, keep hydrated. Uh, so that's all s- stuff looking after your voice. In terms of character, I think after a while, you just know it's just there. Do you know what I mean? As you can long turn as it you, on. yeah, yeah, because it, it's very this. This is very different to preparing for theatre. Um, or preparing for a movie or a TV show, just in the sense that when you're going, if you're not, if you're just going for a voiceover day, like I said before, you're not, you're not doing the scenes in the context of the game. So you take each line individually and you speak each line individually. So you, it's not a thing where you're like getting in the moment and like, do you know what I mean? You have a line. I think as long as you know who your character is, you know how she's going to speak that line. Let's be There's honest, not it's a- not as fun as mocap. <laughs> it's, I don't know, it's no? different. It, yeah, okay. I, think, I don't know. I'm not going to say there's no prep. I just I just think it's a very different way of working. And so yeah. I, you know, I would prep for it in a very different way to if I was going on stage and doing a Shakespeare. So I'm, I'm guessing you really want to do more mocap and continue with this work in games or what? 
Yeah, definitely. So yeah. hire me. <laughs> Shameless plug. You don't have a you don't have a, a preference? TV, movies, games, um, voice acting. You like to do it all? I love it all. Yeah. I would love yeah, I love it all. The only thing that I, I don't get to do so much living in LA is theatre, which I would love to do as well. But I was gonna say because you've got a lot of credits of theatre and you must miss yeah. doing Doing some I shows. do miss it. I miss it. Mm. There's just not. Uh, it's not a big thing over here. No. What's so, your, What's your favourite? Mine's probably School of Rock or Hamilton. What's uh, your? You mean theatre? Yeah. What's your favourite? To do or to watch? To watch. To watch. God, I've seen some good stuff over the years. Do you know what I'm really into, or was really into for a while? Is immersive theatre. Have you done any, have you been to any immersive theatre? No, tell me about it. So immersive theatre, they also call it, there's another name for it as well. Sorry, it's my old age, I can't remember it. But it's immersive theatre. They will take over a space. So for example, um, I went to see one in in London and they hired the production was Faust. And they hired a, a, a warehouse in East London. It had like four floors. And then they completely create the world of the play. Ooh. So, they, so you're, but you're walking around. So you're immersed in the world. So you can oh, pick things, what? Really? You can pick things up. And then attention to detail is amazing. So if you pick up a piece of paper and you're in a, I don't know, like a law office or whatever, everything, if you read the paper, it will yeah. be completely relevant to. Oh, that's play- cool. That's really cool. And, you, and, and as the as the person watching, you can choose to go wherever you go. So wherever you choose to go within the space, you see a different part of the production. Wow. So it's also a game of luck, a game of chance. So I did something similar. I Okay, you tell me if it is similar. I went to this place and I had to go through this um, area and there was all zombies chasing me and that sort of thing. Is that similar? <laughs> Yeah, kind sort of. Sort of, yeah. isn't it? They're all kind actors, of. you know? Yeah, kind yeah. of. Um, and there's and like so- someone guiding us through, this little girl that was creepy and, you know. Uh, so the only thing is with this, with the immersive theatre I'm thinking of, you get to choose. Oh, so you- okay. Right. So like a game of, it's like Russian roulette, really, because if you take a left instead of a right and then the next night you go to see it again you do a right and maybe instead of a left, your experience is going to be completely different. That's so really cool. On the choices you make. So you reckon that's going to be a big thing in the next few years, or? I mean, it has been a. It has been. It has growing. been already. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Already has been, but I think it's growing. And in terms of stuff to watch, I, I mean, I love to watch all sorts of things, but that I really get a kick out of that. Yeah. So, what are you watching recently on the TV or movies? Anything you can recommend? I mean, honestly, I've watched. I've literally watched everything. Don't judge me, but because I've watched everything, I end up watching The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills today. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I literally have run out of stuff to watch. Um, but, yeah, so much good stuff on 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 these streaming platforms these days. Um, I tend to – oh, God, you know what I watched recently that was great but slightly depressing was Nomad, Nomadland. Have you seen that? I haven't. I really want to see it. Yeah, I really want to see it. That's yeah. Frances Mc, McDormand, yeah. Yeah. It's an amazing film. It's, I mean, I don't know if it's depressing for everyone, but as someone who's sort of hurtling towards middle age and still single, I found it a bit depressing. But um, it was beautifully shot. um, And the thing that blew my mind is that a lot of the 
actors in it are not actors. They're real. I love that. Real people. I couldn't and believe honestly, it. I don't want to spoil it, but there's this, you've got to watch this movie. There's this one scene where this lady who's not an actor uh, is is with Francis and she's uh, she, she gives this whole speech. I won't give it away, but it's a speech about death, really. Yeah. I was like, it's like the best thing I've ever seen. And I was like, I was so gripped. And I thought, no one's that fucking good. No one can be that good an actor. And it turns out <laughs> she wasn't. She's not an actor. Because it was so brilliant. I was like, it has to be real. I mean, it's scripted, but. Isn't that interesting? So does that make it a bit of a documentary in a way? No. No? No. No, because it's, it's scripted, but they just used people that weren't trained actors. These were real people, nomads. Okay. And all of them, but the, a couple of the cast, key cast members were. And this woman was just phenomenal. It was, it was really. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it's next on the list to watch for sure. I think it's on Disney Plus at the moment. So uh, The other thing that I loved recently was the Billie Holiday versus America. I don't know if that's the name. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was amazing. Great so acting in that, movie. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Amazing. And I, there's so much about Billie Holiday that I didn't know. And I was like, what? Yeah. Uh, and the actress, Andra Day, is Yeah, next level. knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Jason What's here it? says, do you relate to Mother Miranda at any level? Besides <laughs> the fact that you eat humans. We found that out earlier. Um. I think it's that's an interesting question because I do think when you're playing this kind or any any character, you have you have to find something, some humanity in in especially a character like this, something that you can hold on to. Do you know what I mean? Something you can relate to. And I think you know, as crazy as she is, I do think. I mean, really, it's all about her love for her child, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's sort of her driving force is is her pretty much is the, yeah is desire to get I don't, know, I don't know how much I should say but to to you know to recover to her, her child yeah her child and I think uh, I mean I'm not a mum but I definitely think that I have a maternal quality and a compassion and a love that is not exactly Miranda but I think there's a I think there's a a huge capacity for love in Miranda. Mm-hmm. I like underneath, it. underneath all the shit, I think she has a huge capacity for love. So I would say that I have in common, maybe. I'm really like scraping the barrel because let's be honest, she's psychotic. Um, <laughs> but uh, also, you know, I'd like, I mean, I'm, ta- I'd like to think it takes a lot for me to get really riled. But there is a side of me that's like, if you cross me, I'm yeah. going to fucking let you have it. Oh, I like that. So I, I can be feisty. I can be feisty. So maybe yep. we've got that in common too. That's a great answer. Um, Zach <laughs> and everyone else is asking, can we get a quote from Mother Miranda in The Voice? No. She's oh too embarrassed, God. guys. I'm too embarrassed. No. <laughs> um, maybe I'll do something later for Instagram for you guys. Oh, there you go. So make sure to follow her on Instagram, all right? Um, and that's... Uh, let me get that up quickly. That Instagram is Shelly Lukes. Yeah, just Shelly Lukes. Just Shelly Lukes. Yeah. And also just, on Twitter. I am. I'm trying. I'm really bad at Twitter, though. I'm trying to get better, but I'm really bad. Yeah. I, in fact, I think I got sent something recently from Twitter that were like, 
if you don't use us better, we're going <laughs> to take your blue pick. And they're like, all right. All right. Uh, yeah. But I post a lot of animal shit. <laughs> oh, do you? You got some pets over there? Uh, we've got a couple of cats here at this house, and I ride horses, so, you know. Oh, nice. Head for some animal spam. Oh, everyone will love that. I also mm-hmm. wanted to ask you about the uh, Alexander film, because I know you are in that for a... Yeah. Can you talk to me about that experience just quickly from what you remember? Yeah, so this was actually when I was still... Da- I was still a dancer, so I hadn't gone back to drama school. I wasn't acting, um, but... I was actually doing Chicago, the musical at the time. And I had uh, my agent at the time was the choreographer for Alexander. Oh, Um, nice. So he had asked me to, to be in it and also to be sort of dance captain, which is a term used in the dance world where you are sort of responsible of, for looking after the the dancers. Yeah. The dancers. Yeah. He'd offered me that role and I was like shit take two weeks off Chicago and fly to Morocco and you know work with Oliver Stone why not um but it was amazing because it was my first experience on a huge film set I mean huge, huge. massive like, big budget who was studio. in it I'm trying to remember the Colin Farrell the- Jared Leto uh, Angelina Jolie, Anthony Hopkins. Uh, it was like next level. I'd be shitting myself. But I remember, <laughs> I, was, I slightly was, I remember I had to, uh, we arrived in Morocco and I had to uh, have my costume approved by Oliver Stone. And so I got dressed up and they took, he was on set already. And I literally come, got off a plane, got into my costume, left the hotel, and then they took me to set and honestly, my eyes nearly popped out of my head because it was just like, honestly, I just can't even have the word to describe it. It was like full on. There were millions of people. We were filming in the Atlas Mountains. Just the, it was just a lot. And then here I am meeting Oliver Stone and then Colin Farrell's there and Jared Leto and fucking Rosario Dawson. And they were looking at me in my costume and then, there's music, there's snakes, there's like, there was like a bear in a cage. It was just like next level. Blew my mind. And I was like, oh, you're not in Kansas anymore, Dorothy. It was like, this is the real mm. deal. And so, so did you meet any of them or how did how did it work? Yeah. You just did your scenes and that was it or what? Yeah, but, you know, our scenes, the scenes, so I, I worked with Rosario um, helping her with the choreography. Um. So we had, there was a rehearsal period before we shot. And then I think we would, I think we did a night shoot. Uh, our scenes were done at night and it was one, it was the type of scene where everyone's round. I think it was, the, I don't know if it was the wedding scene, but everyone is there, all the characters there. It's like round the campfire at night and you've got all these exotic animals. It was like, the, you know, big deal. Mm. So everyone was there. So you're like lining up, getting your mashed potatoes at, you know, dinner time with Jared Leto next to you. It's like, honestly, at that point, I, I was just this little dancer from London. I couldn't believe my luck. I was like, wow. wow. That's something yeah. you'll never forget, eh? It was it, it was a, an experience for sure. I loved it. It was great. Do you ever go back yeah. and watch it? Like, have you watched it recently or what? No. <laughs> I got to say, I rarely watch the stuff that I'm in. 
Yeah, I've noticed that. I've never watched an episode of Strike Back. Oh my goodness! What? You're jo- you must be joking. I've seen bits of it, but I've never sat down and watched an episode from beginning to end ever. Okay, so you're obviously there's something going on here. There's something wrong. <laughs> you're just humble. That's all it is. <laughs> you're not full of yourself. Scared about? Uh, oh, everyone sit down and come and watch me on television. Yeah, exactly. No, it's it's probably a good quality. Oh, far out. So who's your inspiration as we wrap up here? A couple more questions. Who who do you find inspiring in the business? I honestly, I don't, I'm really bad at picking out like specifics. Yeah. I I don't have a specific person, but I, I, I really appreciate, and it's not, do you know what? It's not even big celebrities that inspire me. I'll give you a perfect example. So when I was doing these um, interviewing filmmakers recently for this film festival, um, I was into perfect example. I was interviewing these two girls and they had uh, come up with an idea. They had written script, shot the script on an iPhone 11, done the post-production and released it uh, all in COVID. And they learnt everything themselves so if they needed to do adobe flash or whatever i don't know what I don't adobe know premiere yeah. yeah whatever they learned it they had to do this job they learned it and the the quality of the film that they produced was so brilliant that to me was inspiring i was like if these two girls who who were actors who had never done anything else other than acting before can pull this film together in a pandemic with a phone with a phone, I was like, it blew my mind. That to me is inspiring. Yeah, that made me want to go and like write a movie. That's so. I hundred percent agree. You hear, you come across people like that all the time in this business, and those are the people that inspire me. I'm, I'm not going to say it's this a list celeb or that a list celeb. Honestly, it's the guys that are fucking on the in the front line, really hustling. I love that try- answer, Michelle. Love that no. answer. <laughs> work for themselves those are the people that inspire me so that would be my answer awesome answer uh honey says i love you so much michelle miranda is my favorite character what do you think about miranda's beautiful outfit oh i mean it's sick it's next level i would love that outfit um I don't know when I'd wear it. <laughs> I mean, what's not to love? Like every girl's going to love dressing up in something like that, surely at some point. Surely Halloween this year. No? Halloween would be great. Halloween. I mean, I could maybe pull that out for a wedding or something. You know, I mean. <laughs> yeah, we'll I guess so. Maybe without the mask, but yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's a good look for sure. And um, it's not obviously not my face. They no. used yeah. A beautiful model to. What was her to name? Do- Carolina? Have I got that right? No, I think her name, I would say Anya. Anya, Anya. Yeah, Anya. Yeah. We won't try Although- and pronounce her last name. No, I know. Although they used her aesthetic, it's still my face moving. You're the face and, and the body capture. Just not yeah. just not the look of the face. They just, they just passed on my face. <laughs> They're like, but, hey, they right. did that for everyone, so don't feel bad. All right. New face. <laughs> it's funny, isn't that funny? How they get models for all for everyone's character. It's I know. bizarre. Do you know what? I'm I'm not offended. It's fine. <laughs> it's it's bizarre. I don't. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, any upcoming projects that you can talk about that we should look out for that you're in? 
Well, I am sort of just wrapping up another video game, but I cannot tell you the title. So we're going to have you back for that. Sounds good. Um, A very different character, uh, but she's also great. Um, It's definitely something you will have heard of. That's all I've Um, And I'm about to shoot a movie, so that's going to be fun. Nice. So we do rehearsals for that, and then we shoot at the begin, we begin end of June, I think. So, yeah. amazing, Yay. amazing, Michelle. Well, look, I really appreciate you coming on. I hope you had a a good time. It was fun. I wish I wasn't drinking tea because it's getting dark now. I wish it was a Jack and Coke. <laughs> um, I could keep talking for hours. Uh, but uh. thank you, and thank you to everyone that took the time to come and listen to me ramble on. So no. I appreciate you guys. It's been fantastic. Of course, guys, make sure you follow Michelle, Insta, Twitter, get a cameo from her. I'll get that in the description. Anywhere else I'm missing? I mean, I think there's a Facebook page, but honestly, Facebook. that's like that's the bottom of – it's the last thing I get to, to be honest. <laughs> I'm the most active on Instagram for sure. Yeah, IG, and you're posting some good stuff too. Very engaging content. <laughs> thank you, Dan. Uh, and um, – Anything else you want to say to the fans quickly? Just thank you, really. You know, it's it's pretty intimidating coming into uh, such a, a well-established franchise. And, you know, I know that the fans are, uh, are, are real staunch fans and I really appreciate them giving me a chance. So I want to say thank you for for giving me a chance and and not judging me too early on. But it's honestly, it's been nothing but love. And uh, from my heart, thank you. It's been it's been such a ride. And the, the making it was fun, but actually getting to like connect with people who love who love her has been wonderful. It's just it's like it makes it all worthwhile. It's been great. Absolutely so, amazing. And really great job, Michelle. Really from thank me you. to you that you did a really bang up job in the game. So congrats. And I look forward to seeing you in plenty more. Yay. (laughs) Bring on. I'm ready. All right, Michelle, I'll let you go, but thank you so much for taking the time. Of course, anytime. Take care. Bye, guys.